I am so tired of fucking people going on about the orgy scene in it. Like, <laughs> I just have they been recently yeah, talking about that? It comes up reason? on Reddit all the time. Like, whenever it comes up or Stephen King comes up, he's a. <coughs> He's always known as the guy who, it's like, it com- takes two comments and then it's like, oh yeah, he's fucked up on coke. He did an orgy scene in it with children. And then everybody's like, oh my God, oh my God, sick. What the fuck is wrong with this author? Oh, what a freak. I've never liked Stephen King. All his work is terrible. And there's always a Reddit thread in like, today I learned there was an orgy scene. It's like, how does not everyone know this already? It comes I mean, up. I, I feel like I know about it because you talk about it endlessly, but... <laughs> I don't. The world talks about it endlessly. And it's like, it's a 36-year-old book. Are we not done with, like, the disgust over this? Like, but beyond that, what really, really annoys me is how everyone, like, is like, Stephen King's a massive weirdo. He's such a freak. He wrote an orgy scene in a book while high on coke. And these works have no merit because of this. And you're like, but it is a... Like, there's a... Okay, it was written 36 years ago. There's a reason why, in today's world, it's still being talked about. And it's not the orgy scene. There's books with much worse shit in them than a children's orgy scene. Probably. (laughs) I mean, when you say it like that, that's pretty damning. (laughs) Written 36 years ago. The reason it is remembered is because it's actually a fucking amazing horror novel with an unfortunate add-on. It is annoying how he did that. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> it it's all people talk about, and it's one of my favourite books of all time. I know. And I'll never forget the time I made a 17-year-old girl read it, who I work with. And then uh, she was like, yeah, I get why you like this. And then they got to the orgy scene, and she's like, why, why did you recommend this to me? Oh, no. Are you hoping we can have sex in a sewer? I was like, no. <laughs> That's not it at all. I just really like this book. It's an amazing book. You just have to get past the orgy. It is unfortunate how he wrote that because I do feel like it has kind of um, flattened the book to that alone. And like, there's never it's like not even that. There's never even a topic on Stephen King anymore where it doesn't come up. Where it's like, dude wrote an orgy book, and it's like it's not a thousand page orgy book. It's mostly a clown killing babies. So do you feel that he should be forgiven? No, but I don't feel like there's that much need for outrage either. Like, it was the 80s. Things were fucked up then. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. It was on I coke. do think he's obviously a brilliant writer and artist, but then at the same time. I mean. Why I, the fuck do you write about that, man? I mean, why do you do that? Why? It's <laughs> I don't not get a it. great decision. No one's denying that. <laughs> it does sound like you're <laughs> desperately trying to defend him. I'm not trying to defend that scene. No. That scene's awful and shouldn't exist and is terrible and I hate it and I've never actually read it. Is it awful because... I don't know. I've never read it. I guess you wouldn't know. No. But then that's the thing. Like, he didn't... He obviously didn't... Did he do it out of some sick perversion? No, that's the thing. That he did it as in to make a statement about it being... Like, like... It's satirical. It's sickly satirical. No, it's not that either. Um, What? So the whole thing is, like, I've had people read it and then say what it is to me. Oh, okay. Uh, I just refuse to read it because I'm not about it. But, um, oh, I'm not a (laughs) paedophile. Yeah, very different terms there. Come on. Um, (laughs) We can all be perverts. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. We all watch porn today. And, like, from my understanding is the whole book is about the transition well yeah the whole book is about that awkward period where you 
you're still a kid, but you know you're, you're becoming aware of the adult world and becoming an adult and how hard that is and how there's a loss of innocence and how, like, you're slowly growing up. And the orgy scene... So the orgy scene happens. They've just defeated Pennywise for the first time and they have all this magic helping them by the turtle. Mm-hmm. Um... The turtle god helps them with having magic so they can beat the killer clown. Of course. And then they beat it and the magic's kind of faltering because like they've been through this hard thing and the magic's been all used up. And they're like in the sewer and they're scared and they're alone. And they're like, they realize they're not kids anymore. So they need an adult thing to bring them all together. And it's, then they all have like... So, and that thing is an orgy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I see your logic. I mean, I'm not saying it's great. No, <laughs> but not I, also, at all. I don't think he wrote it because he's into children having sex. I think he wrote it because he was like, "This is thematically relevant." And also, and probably because it's very was, shocking. And paedophilia was okay in the eighties. Was it though? It was way more common. Probably, I don't know. I wasn't alive in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it was... Yeah, I mean, yes, but, it was more common because... No, I mean, I feel like <laughs> the sphere about paedophilia wasn't so pronounced. Like, you're not, not... In the 80s, like, every white man wasn't thought to be a paedophile. Like, Even though he probably was. Not he, <laughs> but you know what I mean? No, like, you know, yeah, but you know what I mean? It's like, there was a lot of paedophilia oh, going yeah, back yeah, there, but it just wasn't talked about because it yeah. wasn't a done thing. Type. Yeah, exactly. So, like, when he wrote it, he probably wasn't writing this being like, well, in 36 years when we realise most men are into kids, then it'll look like I'm into kids. He was probably writing it being like, this seems fine. It's actually quite a sweet scene where they all, like, pronounce their love for each other in, in an orgy in the sewer. I'm narrowing my eyes. Like, I'm not saying it's great. I'm just saying I don't think it was some sick fetish on his part. Right. And as such, can we talk about It the Book? Because it's got some, like, amazing passages in it. It's my, probably my favourite book of all time. Yeah. Apart you have Lord, said that. Apart from Lord of the Rings. Oh, oh yeah. Obviously. Um, It's probably my favourite book of all time. So it's really depressing when they're like, oh, yeah, the person who wrote this is like, some sick, demented freak who has no talent, and why would anyone ever read it? I mean, that's, that's, I mean, he obviously does have talent. That's beside the point. I mean, but... Yeah, that's all people do. And then they're like, oh, yeah, he's such a fucking weirdo. He wrote this scene where someone anally raped someone. And you're like, well, yeah, it, he does write horror. Like, you can't be, like, coming no, out to... That is a, horror. That is 100% like, so horror. People, like, he's so horrible and disturbing. Like, I wrote this scene, like, I read this book and it was like, oh, there was all this woman beating and rape. And you're like, well, yeah. He does write horror. Yeah. Like, if you came away and you're like, I'm horrified, he... You'd be like, well, he achieved the objective. To his job. Can we yeah. do another cold opener? I feel like this is way too long and also very close to the line. No. <laughs> See, you can't I even... I can delete it. I'll just keep it for like can't even time. talk about fucking it without it being deleted. Yeah. I'm so being I'll... silenced. <laughs> Strange. My name is Kaz. I am Ralph. And today we're doing listener mail. Woo-woo. So we got some mail in our email. Journeyinterstrange at gmail.com. And thought we would um, answer some of the questions that we've been getting. Yeah. That's a nice thing to do in an episode, I think. Anyway. And if you listen, you listen. Exactly. This is an episode. Woohoo! <laughs> Do 
you want to grab our questions? I shall do that. There's been a lot of like nice things said in the inbox, actually. So thank you so much if you've written something in. We appreciate you. You are loved. Uh, so wait, here's the first one. Okay. Hi guys, really enjoyed the podcast. Hey. I'm really in chaos magic. That's a typo. Into. Yep, probably. So <laughs> it was good to hear a perspective of people who have never done it before. So well done. Nice. Real done. Nope. They put an apostrophe. So we are done. Oh. Okie dokie. <laughs> Um, hey, not everyone can spell. I wonder how you did guys meet. Was it at college? Many thanks, Moggy or Moggy. 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 That's Mog- cool. That's a cool name. Moggy. It's like a cat. Yeah, so. How did we meet? We didn't meet in uni. Well, yeah, college, uni. Whatever is. Is college uni in America? I think it is. Yeah, I think so. I one time asked this on a um, American forum, mm. and people were like, "Lol, imagine knowing what not knowing what higher education is." I was like, "I'm <laughs> British. I know what my higher education is." Yeah, because we have sixth form college, which is directly after secondary school. So there's although it gets confusing because yeah. then there's like secondary school, and then there's the colleges in secondary school, which isn't sixth forms, are they? They well, they can be sometimes. So there's primary school, which is like infants. No, it's primary the same as infinite. No, there's infant. Infant school, then primary school, then secondary school, then college, then sixth form college, then university. Yeah. Yeah. That's how Britain works. <laughs> you don't go from college to sixth form college. No. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Because a lot of schools have sixth forms in, in them. In their college, as but as they're part of their school. I don't think they call them sixth form colleges, do they? I don't know. Maybe sixth form is... That's the thing. Like, it oh, varies from... So maybe I was, like, place- being cocky when I was like, I understand how our education system works. <laughs> no, you're right. So it is secondary school, but sometimes secondary school has a sixth form college bolted onto it. Yeah. But... We didn't do that. We left school and we went to a dedicated sixth form college. Which I would say is the better choice because, like, I've heard from people who didn't do that and just went to sixth form in their colleges. It still just felt basically felt like another two years of secondary school. Well, I was going to say, just like, college for me was so freeing. It yeah, felt well, like you're in a completely different place, in different environment. Um, also... I know it's obligatory. Oh, I cannot speak. I know it's obligatory now for sixteen-year-olds oh, to can continue on to college. But I think before, that's such you, a shame. I know you didn't have to do that before. All the sixteen-year-olds, all the all the chavs who didn't want to work basically and who were just like mucking around for all of the school years, they all got like bad grades and then they left to yeah. do whatever the fuck they did wanted to do. So we just got like loads of people who actually wanted to learn. It was so like yeah. exciting and nice. So you got an actual class where people weren't mucking around the whole time and you actually got to sit down and learn and it was I'd say college was more akin to university than college was akin to school yeah well that's what the big thing about R6 form they even advertised that where they were like it's gonna make you feel ready for uni because you've basically done a pre-uni yeah Oh, it was awesome. The two years of college were two of the best years of my life. It's funny because we went to the same college, but we were in different years, so we didn't actually meet each other in college. Yeah, despite is... me being friends with a lot of people in your year. Yeah, And, weird. like, liking role-playing. Although, never went to role-playing. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I went to the role-playing society. It's good. Yeah, if I, the, if I didn't... Ah, uh, see, it's funny. So, I'm, like, the nerdiest person. <laughs> but in, like, I went... In my first year, I went to role-playing basically every week for the entire first year. We should say this is tabletop role-playing Dungeons & Dragons, yeah. not, like, sexy role-playing. That would be weird. <laughs> Although, with some of the women... Uh, anyway, um... <laughs> 
I went to opening for like the entire first year, but it was literally only so I could try and get like with nerdy girls. Um, and I never really took the role playing seriously because I was like, oh, I know I'm nerdy, but I'm not that nerdy. I'm not really a nerd. I'm but, a cool nerd. <laughs> I was only 16. And then like I got a long term girlfriend towards the end of the first year. Uh, so I was like, well, no need for me to do that anymore. I don't need and to attract like, women at role play society anymore. <laughs> and now that I'm like 32, I'm like, I really wish I had someone to do role-playing with. It's really fun, i got to say. Yeah, well, thanks for rubbing that in. Well, I'll um, get you involved sometime. I just need to somehow get my group to be accepting of others, and then maybe you can join. Ugh, but it's you a had... group. That's never going to happen. Ugh, true. But we're nice. You'll meet some of them at New Year's Eve. Outstanding. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> What were we talking about? Uh, someone asked a question. How did we meet? Yeah, we met in university, which is our college. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it was in university, but it, it, it's I like guess... the final bit of your education. Yeah, the the last stage. The bit that yeah means you didn't drop out at any point. Yeah, where you have to do like three years. Yeah. So we met in our third year. Uh, we... Second, technically, would have been your second. Is... Oh, I guess we did meet in a second because we had to interview... Well, you interviewed us to, like, stay yeah. in your house. Basically, me and my friend, um, we were... You basically have to... Uh, um, I'm explaining this, but probably people who... Uh, for the American U- listeners. Yeah, for people I think who it's slightly don't know, different over there. Yeah, exactly how the UK system works. Like, at first you go in halls, so you're given, like, accommodation for the first year and it's all, like, university managed and all that. And after that, you're kind of left to fend for yourself and find private accommodation for the rest of your studies. So um, we, me and my friend, were in halls together. That's where we became friends. And then we moved into a private uh, accommodation um, with two older students but then when they left we needed to find either someone to fill the house or for us to find new accommodation and um, and we were looking on the student portal and then my now husband Brian boyfriend at the time uh, said oh that guy's advertising oh I knew him he was from psych- my psychology class yeah, in sixth form in psychology. yeah and then I was like oh okay so he sounds like a decent human being then let's go and see his house and then we went to see your house and we met you and we really liked you oh and, and it's worth noting it's funny because for like the two years before we saw like your boyfriend Brian like cycling around Winchester so oh, I was yeah. like hey how are you doing and he was <laughs> like oh I'm off visiting my girlfriend I was like cool off you go <laughs> so probably weird. never meet her that's so weird how these things happen, isn't it? But yeah, no, he'd used to, because uh, he didn't used to drive, so he'd just cycle everywhere. And um, yeah, so he'd just cycle around Winchester. And obviously you saw him, so that's weird. But yeah, like he, a lot too. Yeah, he, yeah, he was around all the time. A housemate probably hated him because it was like around literally all the time. Probably. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, we made it to your house. And like the house was so cool. Like it was so weird and quirky. Like it did, it was kind of falling down in parts. But like, and then the, the ceiling caved in one time, which wasn't fun in the um, in the lounge. Do you remember that? And they had to like make or put all the all the furniture in like one corner of the yeah, room. Yeah, we got really drunk. That's it, and we played Ring of Fire in yeah. this literally empty room. It was like a huge room with all the furniture piled up in one side of the room. We all played like Ring of Fire with the cup in the middle of the room and it was really weird, but it was really fun. Yeah. We all thought it was a great idea. <laughs> well, it's one of those times where it's like, this sucks. If we allow it to suck, it'll suck worse. So we've got to make fun That's happen. That's it. Let's enjoy the novelty yeah. of this huge room with nothing in it. <laughs> Uh, we met there and I had this really cool room it had literally a bar inside it and they wonder why I'm an alcoholic (laughs) 
it had a bar inside it and um uh, and it was like a stone brick structure uh, and then the bar it had like a little like a little opening of the bar that would look into my room. I have no idea. Why would anyone build a house like that? It was so weird. But it was super cosy and I had all of my like cool like print designs all up over the wall and all my nerdy shit and my books and like necklaces draped everywhere and like every part of the room had like like all my cool decorations stuck up everywhere and then and we just had a really fun time we okay we were basically drunk like pretty much every other day but I like, wish we were drunk like once every Friday for yeah like, no you're probably right it was probably every week but like we went I was drunk every other day yeah I guess <laughs> <laughs> I had other things to do but it was great and we just we we bonded so quickly and it felt like we've been friends for years and um yeah I, I like to think that we continue that friendship to this day. As an addendum, I was living in the house before with my ex-girlfriend. Mm. With my girlfriend at the time. And then when, like, Kaz and her friend came around, I was like, oh, I know, I want that. And like, immediately, I was just like, right, they're into Lord of the Rings. This is sad. Who cares? I don't really need to know more. And then, like, my girlfriend at the time was like, oh, I bet you're going to pick them. I, like, you want to have sex with them, you evil human being. And I was just like, just shut up. Just trying to get some people around her. I need to, like, not get kicked out of this house. And then I was like, the second you went, I was, like, texting someone. I was like, hey, you can move in. And then they were like, hey, don't you think that's a bit sudden? I was like, oh, but I thought we'd all, like, come to an agreement and then I was like looking at the number I was like <laughs> the next day no I text them and then I was like oh I was like oh okay I thought we'd kind of like like click yeah but fine if you think it's sudden I'll let you look at other houses and then I was like oh that's a disappointment um, and then like the next day I was like looking at the number I was like oh I text the wrong people <laughs> and then you text us and we yeah. were like I was so nervous that next day. I was like, oh my God, they might have found another house. Uh, I really didn't want to live with the people I texted. <laughs> yeah. No, we were much better, I'm sure. Yeah, and then we had another housemate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then our other housemate, he was just like... The worst. Very manipulative. And but very, bad of it. Yeah. But, yeah, he was... He was just awful. And I think that made us closer friends. Because yeah. When like, you can rally against someone, yeah. it really helps. <laughs> and we used to we used to do like Lord of the Rings drinking nights. Like we just put on the film and make up ridiculous drinking rules. Like drink whenever there's a close up of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> drink whenever Gollum says my precious. <laughs> like literally, I have those rules somewhere. They are crazy insane. They don't really work for the second and third so much, but the first you are fucked as soon yeah, as you start. Yeah, you don't really need them to work to the second and third because you never get there. No, that's like, true. You, don't, you don't even need to. You're, like, you're hammered by the first yeah, one is really over. Yeah, you never made it to the second. There's a, there's a bit in it, there's a rule um, and I think it said like Drink down your drink when Boromir says it's sharp and then we were looking at this rule because I kind of downloaded them from the internet and then also implemented our own stuff into this list and then we were like when are, when are we ever going to drink this when it down your drink like that's ridiculous when this has ever happened and then just at the moment like he like pricks his finger on the sword that is broken then he was like oh it's sharp and we were like down the drink <laughs> we, did, we watched Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring and I'm not exaggerating probably every Friday <laughs> Or Saturday, <laughs> one of the two, for the entire time we lived at uni. Yeah, like we watched it. Must have watched it at least thirty weeks in a row. It was great. Yeah, we loved it. <laughs> but it never really seemed to matter because I was always so drunk at that point. I was like, oh, I remember watching That's it. So we don't even remember past the again. first ten minutes. We were just blackout by that point. <laughs> it's like a new film every time. <laughs> <laughs> right. What's the next question? 
feel like we could reminisce about uni all day, to be honest. Such good times. Yeah, I was horribly miserable, but in a good way. That's the best way to be horribly <laughs> miserable, I guess. It was weird, though, <laughs> living in the house with me and my ex. Mm. Like, I'd be like, she's not here anymore. Who's going to, like... Yeah, because she moved out, obviously. Yeah. And you were left there. And, yeah, I bet that's hard. That was slightly weird, but I got over it. I didn't moan about it. Um, <laughs> like every single time you had a drink, you were like, "I'm not, I'm not really sad about her. I don't moan about her too much, do I?" And you were like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> Anywho, hi guys. I think journey into the strange is fab. Yay! I love Ralph's stories. I do too. Ralph is a great storyteller. That's good. Uh, why did you guys? Why did you guys start a podcast? Is it something you wanted to do for a long time? Cheers, David. I think it was it was your idea, wasn't it? Yeah, I was really drunk hungover one time. <laughs> it always does. I was really drunk one time. <laughs> no, I was really hungover one okay, time. Okay, I was really hungover one time. And I was like, oh, I just got to do something with my life. <laughs> and I was like, we should start a podcast. So I'd like have something to do. I think I remember talking to you about it and you were saying... Wouldn't it be cool if we had a podcast where we could talk about cult and shit? And I'd be like, yeah, I would love to do that with you. I think that would be really fun. And then I think I mentioned to you, well, I want to have a microphone so we could always do it. Yeah. And then I think you came back to me and you were like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. And I was like, really? And then we actually started doing something. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that was about the thought process behind it. And then we had like the planning stages where we like tried to work out what we wanted to do and how we wanted it to sound and what we like kind of topics we'd do and that was about it it didn't yeah. be like it was a fairly snap decision mm. of like me just being like do you want to do this and you'd be like oh Mike fun yeah <laughs> yeah and I kind of always wanted to do a podcast because I'm obsessively into podcasts um, I listen to podcasts all the time because I like having audio in my life because I don't like having to listen to my own thoughts and yeah I did. I love podcasts. I've been into podcasts for like since I was a child. So, I, yeah, having a podcast that I like talk on—that's a pretty amazing thing. I'd like to have other podcasts in the future as well. I actually, so I got into podcasts earlier than a lot of people because there was this podcast called I Fanboy. Oh yeah, which I hate the name of. I hate it, but it was like this comic podcast, and they hate the name too. Oh, um, <laughs> that doesn't help. But they were. It was a. It still goes to this day, but like they all had like in um, jobs in the comic industry and stuff like that, and it was like one of the very very first podcasts, and like they take claim to this, like it started coming out in like two thousand six. That's about when I started. Yeah, listening to podcasts. and like so that's when I started listening to it, and like, it was like one of the very first, and they're like, "What is this?" <laughs> like it was, it was, it was just weird at that stage. Like, yeah. you, you say podcast to people now, and people know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean. Or just say like, oh yeah, it's like the radio, but on the on the internet. But and then like at that time, people didn't know what podcasts were. Yeah, and they were all like, do people want to hear us talk? Isn't written form better? Like, because they had like from two thousand to two thousand five, like a written website, and they only really took off after the podcast. And like they were like they were so funny and entertaining, and I've been listening to it since yeah two thousand six, and like so podcasts were like when they seem to have exploded in like two thousand 
14, 15. Yeah, uh, I think that's sort of around the time that Serial came out. Yeah. And Serial, obviously, if you're a podcast person, you'll know that kind of exploded the podcast as a genre, which is nice. And true crime as a genre as well. And like loads of celebrities started to be like, hey, this is um, like a load of retired celebrities. But like, I can just do an interview show and make fuck tons of money. <laughs> Yeah, that is probably what they thought. I remember my first podcast I listened to, like, yeah, back in 2006, was Top of the Pods. <laughs> and that was, um, it, you know how BuzzFeed do, like, listicles? Uh-huh. And it's, like, the top ten something or others. And, y- you know, the top ten cat breeds. Or I the- once got an interview with BuzzFeed. Really? Yeah, ages ago. I probably told you about it at the time. I can't remember. It would have been back in 2014. Let me finish my story about the Sorry. thing. Um, but yeah, they basically just did like, yeah, top 10, whatever. And you just click on it and be like, they'd be like, the top 10 places to visit in the world, the top 10 cats, the top 10 dogs, the top 10 exotic whatever lizards to keep. Oh, you know, and they do all these random things. And it was really funny. There was just two blokes and they just like British guys and they were just like, to just talk about listicles all day. And that was basically it. And I listened to that for years. I don't even know if it's still going anymore because then I sort of stopped going into podcasts and then I picked them up again when Serial became a thing and now I procuring live podcast. But tell me about your BuzzFeed thing. Yeah, an interview with them because they were trying to like, do a British BuzzFeed. Oh. And then they were like, you're not what we're looking for. Oh. And then I was like, why not? And they're like, too male-centric. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. You're, you're too male-centric? Yeah. I wouldn't say that about you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was when it was moving towards the very BuzzFeed hates men thing that uh, they do these right. days. I don't want to sound too conservative here. But well, yeah, I guess it has... It's very diverse now, I guess you could say. It, it, there's so... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, but Not that's like what, read a lot on it. They said my viewpoints were too male-centric. And, like, all I did was, like, they asked me to list... Um, <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. They, I, I hate this series so much. But they asked me to list the top ten Harry Potter characters in terms of how British they were. <laughs> Yeah, and then so I did that, and they're like, "No, your viewpoint's too British," and I was like, "Your viewpoint's too British." You no, too it? male, too oh. male centric, and I was like, oh. "But I put Hermione as number two. <laughs> what do you want?" He was number one. Miss McGonagall. What? That's yeah. That's a female character. Yeah, we know. Oh. Doesn't sound like they know what they're talking about. Mate. I think my writing just wasn't good enough. But <laughs> yeah. So was that an interview for a job? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise. I thought you were, like, interviewing to be on... No, no, it was an interview for, like, a content writer for, like, um, BuzzFeed UK. I don't know if that ever even took off. When was that? 2014. Oh, God. Should apply again? No. (laughs) BuzzFeed barely is, like, a thing anymore. It's so, like, hated. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But, you know, it's, it's definitely, like, known as one of the sort of, like, internet... Yeah, yeah, of course. Like it's like, articles. but I think it's like viewed as like watch Mojo. Yeah. Whereas like this is terrible, but but you can lose a day to it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly that. Uh, what's our next question? Okay. Um. Hi, Kaz and Ralph. What interests do you have outside of weird occult shit? <laughs> Love the show. Bye. No name. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. No name. I'm a I'm a gamer. I like gaming. I don't have a lot of time for gaming anymore, though. Um, I also have, like, an online business that's centred around streamers. So I spend a lot of my free time doing that. So I guess I feel like I'm still in, like, the gaming sphere. But um, I don't... I guess I don't do a lot of, like, actual gaming these days anymore. 
Um, I used to be pretty good at Overwatch, but now Overwatch has died. So um, we won't discuss that. But um, yeah, I'd say I, I like... I'm a fully digital person. I'm always on my computer. I'm always on my phone. I'm just like fully integrated with the um, cyborg reality right now. So <laughs> all, all the things that I do are connected to a computer, including gaming. So yeah, Ralph likes things that are more analog. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a phone till 2015. No, 2019. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty early on. Uh, late on, even. I, I remember you, like, one day turning up with a smartphone, and I was like, what is this? You have a smartphone? But not only did I have a smartphone, apps. I had a phone. I didn't... I, I'm not exaggerating. I didn't have a mobile phone. 2015, 16, or 17. How and did you possibly even 18. I think it was 2019 that I got a phone. Yeah. I remember it being an amazing event when you had one, because yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Apps. On yeah. your phone. <laughs> it's so funny because I was like, I, no, I don't. It's fun. when you hear someone has a phone, you get the idea they don't have any friends or social life. What? But I did. Everyone has a phone. What are you talking no, about? No, but that's what I mean. So when you hear someone doesn't, you're like, well, they must not have friends or a social life because how else would they exist with oh, a, without a phone? Okay. Yeah. I did have friends and a social life. You just did everything on desktop. Yeah. On your laptop. Meeting up with people, very exciting. Like, <laughs> if this goes wrong, it really does go wrong because I don't have any way of contacting them. Yeah, um, because it would use. I used to just say to you, "I'm gonna leave my house now, and I'm. I will see you on the fleet platform at." whatever o'clock yeah. and then you'd be like cool I'm leaving my house now and that would be the end of the conversation <laughs> I'd either see you or I wouldn't see you and that would be the end of it <laughs> there would be no further way of contacting you yep. and if you were back online that would mean you were you were at home something went wrong <laughs> um, I can't believe we used to live like that <laughs> no, no one else did just me <laughs> well I used to live like that because I had to do with you yeah, true. <laughs> but yeah so then I got like my mobile phone and I was like oh my god Spotify, I can listen to every album ever. This is amazing. Um, and now you're permanently glued to headphones. I, I am. And this is the exact thing I didn't want to be. Like, the whole thing was, I was like, I want to be able to, like, leave my house and switch off and not be a part of anything and not be part of, like, any Matrix or, like, ads being shoved in my face and not being, like, part of, like, you know, codes or what's that thing? Everything's based on algorithms where it's, like, knows what to show me to make me depressed because, like, all of the internet is trying to make you depressed so you, like, buy more and become more placid. Um, you have become what you most hated. I did. So that's my interest. But at least I can talk to you. No, you have way more. That's not an interest. How are your actual interest? Uh, I mean, I think obviously people can ascertain from the podcast that you like wrestling and anime. Can they? Uh, what? Yes. <laughs> you go off tangent on talking about both of those things quite I don't a lot. I don't know if I would say I like anime. Well, you watch anime, whether you like it or not. Is- no. Really? Like... You've watched so much anime. Not compared to people who like anime. No, that's true. But then like, that, those are true anime fans. And we, I would we're say not I'm one on of those... Level. I watch the very big animes. And I don't yeah. really go beyond that. Like, like when you like... I was like, oh, I'm going to really try and get into anime. And you're like, man, there's a lot of just... There's a lot of anime. <laughs> and there's most of it is just like weird sexual fetish... Stuff. I say most of it's like that. Most of it most is. Most of it's like 
Dragon Ball Z style. No, that's explosion. what I thought most of it would be. So I was like, oh yeah, I can get into that easily. And then you're like, no, most of this is just weird <laughs> fan service lesbian stuff. Show, people... Shonen with all the Dragon Ball Z and the Yeah, that's the shit I'm and... into. But yeah. that's like the mainstream stuff. Yeah. Which I am into. I mean, as soon as you go off mainstream, I can imagine why it gets a bit weird. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and that's why I wouldn't say I'm into anime. I would say okay. I'm very much into surface level big animes with lots of explosion and action yeah me too I gotta say that's I mean you pretty much get me into all the anime I watch these days I used to be into it independently of Ralph but then like yeah actually I did watch some anime back in the day and I was kind of like this is like it's like it's not soft porn it's like the stage before soft porn when it's just sort of like pandering to like but then it's all very young as well and I was young at the time and so I was like what 14, 15, so it kind of like, I guess, appeals to that kind of age group. Even good animes have it in like Death. No, where they had that like intense bondage scene with the like young girl. It's all very creepy. <laughs> I can't remember this in Death Note. Yeah, everyone erases this from their mind. I was telling my friend about this who loves Death Note, and they're like, that never happened. Oh, when Misa's stuck to the chair. Yeah, and being, like, yeah, yeah. She's been like surveilled like, by the people because and like she can't move the... at all, and is saying, yeah. "Kill me!" Like you cannot tell me that wasn't someone's fetish. Yeah, like, it doesn't. It wasn't actually that bad when they like in the anime. I don't think. I remember being disturbed. I was like, huh. That's maybe I did block that. Out. <laughs> yeah, so many people did, and then like I googled the image, and then like they're like, huh. They, because it's, it's like a white room with her tied to a wooden chair, right? Not tied, like literally like her arms are behind her back, she's blindfolded, she's got like a ball gag in. I remember it's, the ball gag, it's yeah. It's very bondagey. Yeah, no, that's true actually. Ha! Didn't even think about that until anyway, you literally just brought it up. And this is why I don't like anime. <laughs> that, but I do like enough. a lot of uh, like mangas and anime, but I wouldn't say I was a fan. But I would say I'm a fan of wrestling. Kind of. <laughs> and <laughs> I read a lot of superhero comics and comics in general. It doesn't have to be superheroes. I'll just read anything that's good because I like the art form. And I read a lot of books. Yay. Oh, and I used to be big into music, but now I find it all annoys me. Because oh, it has guitars in it. Yeah. And sure. obviously you're just My doing friends. it to annoy your parents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I read a lot of I would say, like, wrestling. I do love wrestling. Um, mostly Japanese stuff, though. Obscure stuff that no one cares about. And, yeah. Yay. And Lord of the Rings and nerdy shit. Oh, yeah, we're both into Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and just generally nerdy shit. Like, if it's nerdy and you, like, shout it at me, I'll probably be like, yeah, or... Um, <laughs> I know what you're talking about, maybe. <laughs> ...have very strong opinions about why it is shit and you're wrong. <laughs> like the Big Bang Theory or Transformers. There we go. What's our next question? Um, hi, Ralph and Kaz. I love your podcast. What is your friendship outside of the podcast? You sound like you've got a really great friendship from Carly. Thank you, Carly. Um, I think we do have a good friendship. I was going to say we hate each other at okay. the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is all an act. Yes. Yeah, this, this the is The only real. thing holding us together. <laughs> I think we got a really good friendship. I mean, yeah. this is kind of why we decided to start the podcast because I think we have a good chemistry. We gel well, you know. We've been friends for years, so and I think you know we're good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is, ex- exists. We're all friends. Um, yeah, it's a hard question to ask because answer because like yeah, <laughs> what 
our friendships like? I feel like our friendships... They friend- sort of exist and continue? Yeah, like, I, I feel like, what is it like outside of the podcast? I feel like it's it's kind of similar to on the podcast. Yeah. Just, I guess, like, we're not talking about specific subjects so much, I guess. But, um, but yeah, no, we, like, often go out and we catch up in pubs and sometimes we'll, like, have drinks and whatever... And other times we won't. And yeah, it's all very cool, really. It is what a friendship is. Yeah, exactly. Not too much expectation on it. I've seen, I've definitely seen more of you since we've been doing the podcast. And I feel like this has definitely brought us closer together. Yeah, yeah. There used to be times where we go like two months without seeing each other. Yeah, and I couldn't even imagine doing that now. Yeah. Because I'd be like, we have to do an episode. <laughs> but actually, like, I couldn't imagine seeing you without anyway, because, like, we just see each other so regularly now. Yeah. Um, and it's great because, you know, we've always got something new to talk about because we're either like, how is your research going? Or like, what do you think about this subject? And we don't try and talk too much about the subject that we're researching outside of it. almost make an effort not to, even yeah. if they want to. Like, there's definitely been some times where I'd be like, oh, I'm really interested in this thing, but I don't want to message you about it because it would make us have less to talk about on the podcast. Yeah, that's it. And, and sometimes we have, like, gone outside of that rule. Like, I think we did a little bit in Law of Attraction. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, I feel like most of the time we try not to talk about the subject. We just kind of ask, like, how's the research going? And we're either like, oh, yeah, good or bad. Or... Helps planning when we need to do the episode, though. If we're both yeah. like, good, it means that we can do the episode soon. Yeah. And if we're like, oh, I'm struggling, it's like, well, maybe we'll do it in a couple of weeks. We'll need a little bit extra time. That's why I like the format that we got going with the podcast at the moment, because it gives us enough time to be flexible with that sort yeah. of thing. We're not on, like, a hard schedule where it's like, my research is going really shit. And we can be like, oh, well too fucking bad we have to Fuck record tomorrow <laughs> and also it gives us like contingency because obviously like both of us work full time jobs and I now own two businesses so it's kind of like two yeah I started another one the other right. day <laughs> but like but then also there's this as well you know so it's it's trying to like you know and then life happens you know people get ill people get sick I mean I say this is technically a business I mean, yeah, as soon as you start getting paid for it, it is. Yeah. Give us some money. Ads. You should start a Patreon and just get Brian to give us £5 a month. <laughs> hey, it's a business. <laughs> I love it. Do we have another question or is that the last no, one? No, that was all the main ones. Oh, amazing. Um, Thank you very much if you emailed in. We haven't had time to answer your question, but we appreciate it. We appreciate you. And um, Yeah, I thought I'd just pick out the questions that like would give you the most background that you need to know on us I yeah, guess yeah I feel like this is the first time we've done it so we don't want to we don't want to like go into too far astray grounds yeah don't want to start like talking about <laughs> political orientations oh lord no I mean that's never going to happen anyway I mean it probably will because it just comes out in conversation but you know I don't want to like oh let's do a segment on political backgrounds today <laughs> I will say if you support Republicans in America don't listen to us I don't want it I, yeah, you reject those people yeah <laughs> Great. So that's all all of the questions today. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Ralph. And I'm Kaz. And thank you for joining us in Journey into the Strange. Next time. um, Always keep journeying. Oh, that's a good one. We need to put that on a t-shirt. Well, you do the business with, like, clothes. I'll make another business with t-shirts. I thought one of them did t-shirts. Nope. Okay. T-shirt business. (laughs)